Hey everybody, Matt Johnson here, the creator and director of New Frequency, welcoming you to another episode of our radio drama podcast. Tonight on The Big Show, we are starting another three-episode installment of our irreverent comedy series, The Grantham Croydon All-Wonder Adventure Show. This one is called The Quest for Everest. Because what else would it be called? (laughs) Of course. (laughs) Here he is to introduce it, the writer of the piece, James Napoli. Hello everyone, welcome again to the all-wonder world of Grantham. So this is the Grantham Croydon All Wonder Adventure Show, The Quest for Everest, three-part series. Talk a little bit about this piece because it is some wild and wacky comedy. I think you and I lost our minds creating these (laughs) these three episodes. We definitely went out there. It's so much fun. I have to say this, listeners. These are a lot of fun. They are. You have to listen to all three. we clearly are having a ball doing this. Of course. I think we're having more fun on on stage than than maybe I've ever heard us doing these three. It's so fun. So uh, the, the impetus for this came from my wanting to pay homage to the British radio show, The Goon Show, mm-hmm. which broke Peter Sellers, among others, uh, the great comedian. But uh, I once heard The Goon Show described as surrealists with sound. <laughs> and so I think that's what we were going for with this. Yeah, definitely. This one is definitely out there because I, I, I think what's a great testament to this one is it's about a you know hapless billionaire trillionaire who doesn't go out much into the world but now he's going to go out into the world and he has this air oxygen machine that's going to turn Everest into like a place where you can put businesses so of course what company wants to put a business up there Starbucks, Starbucks. you were even ahead of your time whenever you put this together Starbucks has taken over the world you were yeah. already, you were already warning us James <laughs> about this company comedy has to do that sometimes that's exactly it so uh, and Matt plays Grantham by the uh, way yes, everybody I, I, you know whenever I think about this the, my Grantham voice in this Grantham kind of talks like this you know very precise and everything and it I was like going, how did I ever come up with that voice? And then it started reminding me. I had a teacher growing up uh, in elementary school. Her name was like Mrs. Baker. And she was like a music teacher that we had there. And she would play us movies and cartoons and all that. And that's kind of how she talked. She was like, okay, class, here we go. We're going to do And she was like so positive and happy about the world and everything. And so kind of like Pippi out there, Pippi Longstocking. And I think I kind of like borrowed That's on perfect. that voice. Yes, you channeled grade school. Yeah, I did. I, I did, which is always great. Go back to your grade school for inspiration. But yeah, I mean, I, 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 I even in a private conversation James and I just had, I talked about Steve Martin uh, in his great book talking about you'll use everything you yeah, ever yeah, learned. Yeah. And that's it. You know, that was a little thing that was stuck way back in my mind. And I kind of found that Grantham voice. Oh, there are jokes in Grantham Croydon from when I was 10 years old, for sure. <laughs> right, of course. You were just holding on to those for the for the opportunity to write a piece about going to Everest. And what about this cast, though? I mean, there's so many. We can't even so name many. them. So I many. Mean, all, there's so many people in this cast. And they're all amazingly wonderful in it. So there's going to be three parts of this. You're going to get to hear us introduce the other, the other episodes coming up for the next two weeks. But let's throw it out there to this one and let you get into it. I think you're really going to enjoy it. James, thanks for joining me. You bet. This is called Grantham Croydon All Wonder Adventure Show, episode one of The Quest for Everest. New Frequency, a theater of the mind on the air. On the air. In three. It's coming. Pretty clever. In two. Overcome by a dreadful, dreadful, dreadful production. In one. New Frequency. It's like nothing I have ever experienced. Calling all freaks.
And now, ladies and gentlemen, we are thrilled to bring it back to you. It's one of our favorite series. It's one of your favorite series. The Grantham Croydon All Wonder Adventure Show. Tonight, we are going to start an all-new three-part series called Grantham Croydon and the Quest for Everest. This is, of course, part one. Take it away, Iceman! It's the Grantham Croydon All Wonder Adventure Show. You never know where Grantham's gonna go. Attention, attention, your attention, please. The part of the mail carrier in tonight's program will be played by a specially selected intern from the theater arts department at UC Irvine. Yes. And now we take you to the sitting room at the Grantham Croydon Estate, where Grantham's loyal manservant, Edward Edward Edwards, sits by the fire in his study. There isn't a fire in my study. What? You've misplaced your modifiers. The fire is in the fireplace, and I am sitting in front of it. Will you just let me do my job? Oh, sorry. Far be it from me to correct your syntax. Oh, there you go again. I hate that. What? When you use those big words to try and confuse me. Syntax? It's only two syllables. Look, Edwards, I know your game. You've been after my job for a while Well, now. let's be honest. I introduce each program by reading a letter from Grantham Croydon. It's voiceover as far as I'm concerned. It's always the same. You work your butt off making a name for yourself as a voiceover guy, and then they bring in the star for some stunt casting. Well, listen here, Edwards. I've just lost three jobs to Richard Dreyfus, Donald Sutherland, and Peter Coyote, and I'm not taking the fall again. Oh, take a chill pill, will you? Could we just start the background sound effects so that we can establish the crackling fireplace in my study? All right, Edwards, we'll play it your way. For now. For now. <clears throat> my name is Edward Edward Edwards. Oh, sorry, pussy. As I was saying, my name is Edward Edward Edwards, and I am sitting by the fireplace in my study, anxiously awaiting word from Grantham Croydon, the young man entrusted to my care many years ago. Why, who could that be? I think... I wonder what could... There must be someone at the door. Hello, hello, hello. It's the mail carrier from the Theater Arts Department at UC Irvine. I have brought your mail. Yea, verily, the mail has arrived. For now is the delivery of our discontent, made glorious summer by only $1.25 for delivery confirmation. Oh, yes, quite good, isn't he? Yes. Thank you. I bid you sign here. Of course. Oh, I'm oh. so sorry. I spilled some ink on your mail carrier uniform. Oh. Out. Out, damn spot. <laughs> oh, I wish you wouldn't keep doing that. It takes hours for me to find spot when he runs away. <laughs> oh, I am fortune's fool. My only gladness will be if this delivery of mail can somehow bring you succor. I beg your pardon. Never mind. Let us assay our plot. As- well, very well. Goodbye, then. But... <clears throat> What is it? We really must get on with the story. I was hoping you could stab me so I could have a death scene. I don't have a prop knife. I brought one. Oh, dear. All right. Good night, sweet mailman. Ugh. Uh, oh. A to Edwards. Then fall, Newman. Ah. Oh. oh, I get it. Newman was a mailman on Seinfeld. How about that? <laughs> Quite something. Yes. 
Thank you. Thank you very much. Actually, I'm seeking representation. If Goodbye. Ah, <clears throat> oh, yes. It had been far too long since anyone had offered me succor. Nonetheless, I could wait no longer to read the letter, for it was from Grantham Croydon himself. For years he had lived a sheltered life in this mansion, said to inherit a billion trillion dollars if he would only agree to never leave the house. But at the age of 33 and the height of 411, it became too much for him, and the man-child ventured out into the world for the first time. And now, I fear, I am about to hear of his latest harrowing escapade as I open this letter. Oh, paper cut. And you and I will find out together what has transpired in the brand new life of Grantham Croydon. <clears throat> Dear Edward, Edward, Edward. No, oh, that swine. He knows I hate being called by my full name. Curse my idiot parents. Hello, Hello son. son. Uh, don't be so hard on us. We did the best we could. Yeah. Go away. <laughs> now, back to the letter. Dear Edward Edward Edwards, I don't know why you would read my salutation a second time, as I know you hate being called by your full name. In any case, I must tell you of what has happened since the last time I wrote. As you know, I spent 33 years amassing all the world's knowledge while cloistered in the Croydon estate. After a year of tinkering, I have finally developed the device I have imagined since childhood when I dreamed of being a great explorer. I have made a machine which can change the chemical structure of oxygen at high altitudes. What do you think of that, Edwards? Well, once I made a big foil ball. <laughs> oh, but what to do with my invention? What indeed was Grantham to do? Oh, pretty slick transition there, announcer man. Eat my dust, Edwards. <laughs> Honestly. For we take you now to a city street corner where Grantham tries in vain to find buyers for his amazing new invention. Super duper air thickener for sale. Get your super duper air thickener here. All right, move it along, lad. Oh, oh please, Officer of Furniture. I want to tell the world about my air thickener. Oh, people are getting tired of getting off about thickening things. I had to delete 20 emails last night alone. Oh, but I... Mind you, I did click on one of the links, you know, just to see if there's any truth to what they claim. I say, who couldn't use a couple of extra Bo inches of... Of furniture! I am trying to thicken the air. Oh, that's a foolish notion. What? The world has no room for dreamers, what? lad. Remember that. Oh, no. I, I could never believe that. Well, maybe so, but every story needs a fella like me. Well, what kind of fella is that? The kind who's given up on his dreams. He's so bitter and angry that he tells everyone else to give up on theirs, too. Oh. But, in the end, he's proud of the dreamer in the story, forgetting what he never could. Oh, gosh, that's really touching. Yeah. <laughs> and it's a pile of crap. What? Real life doesn't work that way, lad. It doesn't? Nope, no way, no how. Oh, I still have so much to learn. Yes, you do. Now, move along. Oh, all right. Sorry, Officer O Furniture. Please, call me Paddy. Oh, well... Now, let's see. What can I do? I was just a man-child with a dream, and now I don't even have a dream. Well, come on. Isn't that worth an... Oh. Oh, thank you. Thank you. But Grantham's plea had not gone entirely unheard, for not far away... Psst! Hey, Listless! Psst! Yeah, boss! Psst! Did you hear all that? Psst! Sure did, Mr. LaFudge! Enough with the pisting already! 
Yes, it was noted rogue racketeer and international opportunist Arnie Lafarge, along with his sidekick and biographer, Lisless. Ah, Lisless, Grantham Croydon is once again vulnerable. Vulnerable? I know, it isn't, isn't it sweet? It's also so rare for a man to show his vulnerability. Shut up, you heap of discarded limp lettuce leaves! Can't you see that your sensitivity to another person's feelings could ruin everything for us? It's okay, boss. I know that your anger's just a mask hiding the wounded little boy within. I'll wound your little boy! Hey! And I don't even know what that means. I feel your pain, Mr. Lafarge. Oi, why did I let you join Oprah's book club? Now let us go! Oh, excuse me, Mr. Croydon. Uh, yes? I am Arnie Lafarge. Here is my card. Oh. Arnie Lafarge, Yum. accountant, mm-hmm. professional whist player, mm-hmm. and cheese folded while you wait. Indeed. Mm. And this is my assistant, Listless. Hiya. You know, you both look familiar. <laughs> familiar. <laughs> Listless. <laughs> he says we look familiar. Familiar. <laughs> familiar. <laughs> <laughs> you must be mistaken, Mr. Croydon. Oh, everything in my universe is so new to me, I get confused. Yes, whatever logic the writers want to use is fine with us. Now then, Grant. Anthem, since we were spying on you, we could not help overhearing you have an air thick enough for sale. Oh, yes! Yes, I do! Are you interested? Extremely. Wait here! Okay, boss! Not you, you clawed him! Uh, I can so see through you, boss. Don't you know that every insult is a cry out for help? Really? Even you are a loathsome, oily little non-entity? Yep, even that! You are remarkable. Anyway, boss, why are we hanging around here? Weren't we supposed to have a meeting with the Starbucks people? Starbucks? Listless, Ixnay on the Arbucks day. What the hey? Never mind, day. You, listless, come with me. You, Grantham Croydon, wait here. And while Grantham waits for Lafarge to return, we take you oh, to... Oh, no, you don't. What? This is announcer stuff. I told you to back off, Edwards. Well, I've never been treated so rudely in all my life. Please do it again. <laughs> <laughs> Penalty, writing like a sitcom. Show loses one page. One page? You're crazy. You questioning my call, Edwards? Well, yes, maybe I am. That was bad sitcom material, Edwards. Now, don't you get up in my face. Oh, I'll get up in your you face. You watch it, Edwards. Oh, you're blind, man. It was a bad call. I sold that joke. I made it transcend sitcom. I'll pull you out of the show, Edwards. Go ahead. I dare you, you baboon. That's it. You're out of here. But I... You're I... out of here, baboon. But I never... You can't take me out. Ah, there you have it. Edward, Edward, Edward's thrown out of the Grantham Croydon All Wonder Adventure Show for getting all up in the referee's face. The crowd is not liking this. Now we take it back to the announcer for the latest updates on Grantham Story. Thank you, Don. Say, right after tonight's game, don't miss my big, fat, average Joe Millionaire Bachelor, one of the many reality TV shows that cropped up when the writing on sitcoms started to get so piss poor. And now, back to the show. So, while Grantham waits on the street corner for Lafarge to return, we take you to Seattle. So it's like hella cool, dude. I'm starting my own indie rock label called Bobby Records! No, 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 not that Seattle. Uh, thank you. The Seattle that is the corporate headquarters of Starbucks, where two executives wait impatiently for their secret meeting with Arnie Lafarge and Listless. 
Jenkins. He promised he'd be here, Miss Miriam. You listen to me, Jenkins. The top of Mount Everest is the last place we haven't opened a Starbucks. And you promised me you would find just the right dupe to go up there and test it out for us. I did, I did. Well, you'd better be right. Otherwise, I'll have your testicles cooked and up on a platter tomorrow morning. <laughs> I can't believe you would want to eat my testicles. I drink Starbucks coffee. What more proof do you need? <laughs> What was that? I said, you know, like I'm scared. Yeah, well, it's not reading. Get closer to the mic. Oh, okay. Much better. Now I sense what a sniveling sycophant you really are. Oh, I'm so glad. I like it. Let me hear it again. You know what? Let's sample it. Put it on a loop behind some horrible techno beat and put it on one of our CDs. Oh, you mean like those compilations of politically correct, boring ass music we try to get people to buy while they're waiting for their coffee? Right. It'll go nicely between a Chris Isaac tune from ten years ago and something really non-mainstream. Something really out there. Something edgy like... Sting. Whatever you say, boss. Yo. <gasps> Oh, I am so sorry we are late. It is about time you showed up, Lafarge. I don't like to be kept waiting. Oh, I see someone else has some anger issues. Oh, don't even go there, dude. Not if you value your testicles. Hey, Mademoiselle Miriam, I am happy to report that you are now one step closer to the first Starbucks on Mount Everest. Oh, yeah? Oui, only moments ago, Lislis and I met a young man with a remarkable new invention. Listeners, do you have a remarkable invention of your very own? Then please listen to this very important word from our sponsor. Do you have a remarkable new invention? An idea you have always thought could make you a million dollars. Well, get yourself down to the Hawthorne Marriott this Saturday and Sunday for the third annual Bunch of Losers giving their money away to someone who claims they can help them convention. So if you have an idea that you want to turn into an idea that you can pay someone to steal from you, come to the Hawthorne Marriott this weekend. The Grant and Freud and All Wonder Adventure Show was not responsible for the claims of his advertisers. And now, back to the show. As Grantham con- continues to wait for Lafarge's return, two nearby street performers entertain the crowd. I don't know how to look. Holy change! Spare some change, folks. Some change for the beautiful songstress, the lovely Chantouf. What to do, how to move. Oh, God. Good Lord, yes, it was Geraldine McHistrionic, nightclub singer, and usually the girlfriend of Guido, forget about it, noted should, entrepreneur and should, meatball. Should I bring him down? Oh. Should I oh. scream and shout? Oh, for pity's sake, Geraldine, do you have to sing that song every time? We've only been here two hours already, and the coins in here are the ones I started with myself. In other words, you're costing me money, Geraldine. Your own coins in the cup and shake it. That's where you're wrong. See, I don't shake my own cup. It's in my contract. The Foley people shake the cup, and they told me that it wouldn't be a sound effect if I was shaking an empty cup. Well, I don't care. I like that song. No, no, no. Oh, the waterworks. All right, all right, calm down, calm down, will you? Look, please, baby, sing something more upbeat. These people are busy going to and from the office. They don't want to think about some prostitute who's confused about her feelings for Jesus of Nazareth, now do they? Well, on the contrary, Mel Gibson's new movie has made Jesus cool again. 
Cool? Yeah. He's got more blood than Evil Dead 2. I bet even God is pissed off. I rest my case. Oh, oh, all right, all right. I suppose I could sing something else. Now you're talking. Something a little less annoying? Right, less annoying, that'd be great. Okay. Go um, ahead. You'll like this one. Okay. Um, Ebony and Ivory. No, no, Let's not that. No, no, no. Bit. Something less annoying. Oh, okay, sorry. Um, oh, I'm sailing away. Oh, oh, for the love of God, no, no. Oh, oh okay, here's another one, okay? Okay. Who let the dogs out? No! Oh, 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 let the... Pardon me, how is it going for you out here? Uh, what was that, Max? Well, I noticed you've been forced to sell your wares out on the street corner like myself. Whoa! Oh. <laughs> Look, yeah. buddy, I'm man enough to admit there might be one guy out there who could make me turn. If I was going to go down that road with anyone... It would probably be Dan Rather, so... Sorry, but I'm not interested. Oh, well. Sorry to trouble you. I can understand how not everyone would have a use for a device which makes it easier to survive at high altitudes. (gasps) Right, so... What'd you say? Guido, honey, he said something about altitude. That's right. Oh, golly, baby, this could be it. My big dream. Me, we, we could finally climb that ladder, that rocky ladder to the yellow big rainbow. Still mixing your metaphors like a champ there, darling. Thanks there, honey bunny. Oh, yeah. goodness. I must learn more of this secret code language you are using. Could oh. I study the two of you? You want to study us? Oh, yes. Your ways are so foreign to me, and I could learn all the local colloquialisms. Huh? Yeah, you could also learn how we talk. Yeah. Say, kid, did you just fall off the back of a turnip truck or what? No, but I have only left my home once before in 33 years. Really? Do you by any chance know what the phrase easy mark means? No, I don't. Fantastic! Just tell him, will you, Guido? Tell me what? Ever since I was a little sprig of a thing, I've wanted to be the world's best singer in the whole wide world. Yep. And more than that, I've wanted to be the first singer ever to have her own nightclub stage on the top of Mount Everest. There you go. The world needs dreamers, kid. It does? Well, then Officer O'Furniture was wrong. Yeah, whatever, kiddo. <laughs> What's your name, anyway? Uh, Grantham, Grantham Croydon. Well, Grantham, Grantham Croydon. Uh, no, my name is just Grantham. You let us use that machine that makes the air thicker. We'll let you tag along with us. You can study hey. us all you want. Really? Oh, yeah. oh, gosh, I can't believe your generosity. Oh, but just a moment. What? Uh, there was another gentleman. He was interested in my machine, too. Who? Um, the, Mr. La- Lafarge. Oh. He said something about a place called Starbucks. Why, that's skunk. I heard he was meeting with those bums. So it's true. They're going to open a Starbucks on Everest. They can't do that. we got to be first, Guido. we got to be. We oh, we'll be, be first. We'll be first, sweet stuff. Don't you worry. Listen, Grantham, Grantham. Well, this guy, Lafarge, is as low as they come. Stay away from him. They say he once dropped a piano on his own blind grandmother. Yeah. Really? You're not just being hyperbolic? Huh? Are you kidding? I haven't eaten a Del Taco in days. <laughs> now stick with us, kid. To Everest! To Everest! To Everest! But little does Grantham know a very similar conversation is happening at Starbucks headquarters. To Everest, Jenkins! To Everest, Myth Miriam! To Everest, LaFudge! Yes, listen, listen, to Everest! You see? It was a remarkably similar conversation. Except for this part. Uh oh. And Lafarge? Uh, oui, Mademoiselle Miriam. Don't screw up! 
or I'll serve your intestines to the board of directors. Sacred blue! Our only hope is that this woman will go down for insider trading. Oh, Miriam, I see the hurt young woman inside of you. That's funny. I see my fist in your face. Oh! Wait do I tell my reading group about this. Bitch! Never mind the outdated urban insults. Come on, Lisless. We must find Garantham Caridon, steal his air thickening device, and be the proprietors of the first Starbucks on Everest. Well, Pat, we're at a very crucial point of the show here. It's wrapping up for this episode, and this is where Edward Edward Edwards closes things, reading from Grantham's letter again back at the mansion. Crowd is hushed now, waiting to see if he's going to be allowed back in this game. I can't hear everything down there, but it sounds as if there's a concern that the show will suffer without a closing sorry pussy joke from Edwards. Well, they seem close to a decision here. Let's go down there and see what's happening. All right, Edwards, you're back in. Oh, goody. Don't you want to smack my butt in a socially accepted gesture of male camaraderie? Well, if you insist, there you go. Go! (laughs) And the crowd goes wild as Edward Edward Edwards leaves the dugout. This man is back in this program. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Go ahead, Edwards. Enjoy it while you can. Oh, sour grapes. Allow me my closing moments, would you? Only because I'm a bigger man than you. Please, don't even go there. (laughs) Now then. Ah, yes. It is so good to be taking my seat once again by the fireplace. (coughs) Sorry, pussy. Thank you. I know you were waiting. (laughs) The crowd goes wild. That, dear friends, was the last I heard from Grantham at this juncture. I do hope I will receive another missive from him soon. Until then, won't you join me in anticipating what might transpire next in the brand new life of Grantham Croydon? Good night. And now, if you must, take it away, Mr. Announcer Man. Thank you. This has been the Grantham Croydon All Wonder Adventure Show. Until next time, don't believe everything you say. Oh, it's the Grantham Croydon All-Wander Adventure Show. You never know where Grantham's gonna go. Once more with feeling, kids. Oh, it's the Grantham Croydon All-Wander Adventure Show. You never know where Grantham's gonna go. New Frequency. Signing off in three, two, one.